Welcome to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie. And look who I found. <laughs> after, <laughs> after quite some time. MIA boy. MIA boy. My bud Dave. <laughs> Here I am. Here he What's is. What's up? <laughs> my, my bud, I, I, off air, I said your, your, your hip-hop name is M.I.A. Boy, or Boy M.I.A. M.I.A. Boy. I, I'm not sure which order AKA. we're going to go in, but, but you're M-I- back. M.I.A. Boy. <laughs> AKA, I am back. M.I.A. Boy, a.k.a. Boy so, M.I.A. <laughs> That's like a, well, isn't here. there a rapper that did that? Isn't there a rapper that fucking changed? Um, like, I mean, well, there's M.I.A. Name? Well, no, there's M.I.A., uh... She's like, you know, like that one pop singer. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. what her name is. But I feel um, like. And then there's, there's Mia yeah. X. There's yeah, a few yeah. people with the MIA in it. So. Isn't there like Cardi I'll, Playboy? I'll and then, join the, join and the then group. Playboy Cardi or something stupid like that. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. I know there's a couple rappers that their names sound similar, but it's like the reverse or it's the same fucking person. I don't know. I'm talking shit here. But yes, Dave is back. <laughs> i'm back listen this is a perfect what you just by calling me mia boy this is a perfect way to uh go into something really quickly so last tuesday at the mahoney drive-in i did my first dj set at the screening of total recall and it was amazing. fucking awesome <laughs> that's amazing my name was dj baby boy that's what i go by and i gotta say from being able to do a podcast for the past what three years or something like that Three years. Two and a yep. half, something, something like that. Three years. Going on it was three so, years, dude. Yeah. So it was so easy for me to just like get on that microphone and just just talk. Just like, you know what I mean? Like I thought I was going to be nervous, yeah. but I was like, after like the first announcement I made, I was like, oh, this is just like doing a podcast. Yeah, man, really see? So I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to say it was just... <laughs> your, <laughs> yeah. your podcasting career has helped your DJing, your DJing, I mean, your, your, your DJing blossoming, stretch. blossoming DJ yep. career that, that you've got going on. Um, are you planning, you know, for the listeners, are you planning sure. on DJing going forward? Is there going to be more DJ oh, baby boy appearances? Oh, definitely. I got a really, really great feedback. I had a bunch of people coming through the... Because uh, okay. it's in the projection booth. Got so a lot of people came in asking me like what are you what did you just play blah 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 and dude i played everything i wasn't playing just like i was playing shit from fucking little ugly main to fucking Laz rocket to fucking (laughs) salem like i was playing everything so so that's fun i want to do another one Nah, I'm. I, I have to go when when you're you're djing eventually i have to make my way out there but if any of the listeners visit the Mahoning Drive. Hopefully, you know, we get some updates when you're DJing again so we can kind of well, promote it. I'll let you know. So if any of our listeners... This, this weekend coming up. Yeah, yeah. Time of this I'm not doing that, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if in the future you're DJing and any of the listeners go to the Mahoning for the, whatever event it is you're DJing at, we got to let them, you know, let them know to keep keep an eye out. Say what's up. What's good? DJ Baby Boy. <laughs> my, little, my little pose right here. Is that, is, that, is that going to be the DJ headshot? <laughs> That's no, with, I, it could be. You're with, your, with a mic next to your face and you're like, <laughs> and, and uh, you should have like a, I know, I, you're not, I know you're not using vinyl, like vinyl records, but no, you should just no, have no, a no, stack no, no. of wax next to you for no they, reason. Yo, they do have a record player that you you could play tapes and yeah. records, but I I'm, I've just used a Spotify, that's Spotify way, that's playlist a, and that's it. Way too that's, much that's work. Fine with me. Yeah, <laughs> so. but that's but that's good. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I wanted to say. I just wanted to throw that out there. And it is a fitting movie. I feel like a DJ a DJ set or DJing during a Total Recall screening is perfect. Oh, I so. picked that up. I picked that, I picked that one purposely. because you could sign up. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so, cool, yeah. Cool. So, I signed up for Total Recall. It was a Tuesday. All so, right. we went Tuesday night, and then there's a lot of people there, too. A lot of, a lot of dry, like literally people that just drove up. Like, oh, usually cool. they do like their pre sales. A lot of people just came and drove in and paid for it, which was really cool. They really came to see so. you DJ, not Total Recall. It was to see DJ oh, Baby yeah. Boy. That's really that's awesome. Fine. That's, that was the real reason they showed up, not for the Arnold movie that everyone loves. Total Recall that was a great is fucking print, awesome, man. That movie's fucking <laughs> awesome. It really is. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched it in a while, but I'm quite familiar. It's um, great. But, but let, let's jump into the matter at hand. And that is The Adventures of Pete and Pete. What is it about Halloween that gets kids all wiggly? 
For some, it's eating enough candy corn to launch a lunar probe. But for my brother Pete, it's something much simpler. Immortality. I, I would call this a Dave show through and through. But you're not the biggest Adventures of Pete and Pete fan, right? I mean, it's weird because I I remember bits and pieces of the show. I remember a lot of the characters. It's a good show. Don't get me wrong. I just think I was just more of an Are You Afraid of the Dark, Doug, Rocco's Modern Life guy. Like that. Like those are the shows I was drawn to more than Pete and Pete was. Like if I'm being honest, you know what I'm saying? But it, it, don't get me wrong. I do enjoy the show. I'm just not a purist like some of these people out there, you know? No, for sure. And it's funny because just knowing your taste and what you like and the type of shit you enjoy. Yeah, I get it. I understand. It, it comes off to me as just like show. a show Dave would love. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a reason why. And, and I'll say I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to compare the show to something in a bit, in a minute. Mm-hmm. And that's why I consider it a Dave show. Now, for me personally... I know you 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 like I'm this a, a lot. I'm a fan of it. I did watch it a yeah. lot as a kid, but when I hear something funny, just like you, Are You Afraid of the Dark, Ren and Stimpy, big Ren and Stimpy. I'm a huge Ren and Stimpy fan, even though mm-hmm. there's a lot of controversy behind the scenes with one of the creators or whatever with the show. But Oh, I didn't I didn't know that. We're okay. Not gonna get into it. Don't even that, get into it. Yeah. I don't. I, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Google it sometime. But I will. I had no I'm idea. A, I'm a big fan of are You Afraid of the Dark, Ren and Stimpy. Those are more so the two shows to me that represent old school Nickelodeon. Sure. To me. Sure. Like, I just always remember those two shows. We've talked about Are You Afraid of the Dark before. We've talked about Ren and Stimpy, I'm sure, has come up as well. We've talked about they've, – they've popped up several times. And, and most people around our, our age love those shows too. Like you said, Rocco. Yeah, of course. Doug, yeah. Our Real Monsters, all those shows. Mm-hmm. See, I forgot. Yeah, so yeah. It was great. Then there's some shows a little later that I feel you and I were already high school kids where like the Angry Beavers I never really watched or the, the Cat Dog yeah. I think is another Cat one Dog that I was, watched. I watched I never, Cat Dog. Never watched it. But Good show. I've never, never seen it. I, I don't know anything about Cat Dog or Angry it's Beavers funny. for some reason. It's weird because I'm a, I'm an early '90s to mid '90s Nickelodeon kid, and you are too for sure. the most part. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember the Adventures of Pete and Pete always being on, and like most things in the in the early '90s, when it went on, you watched it. Yeah. Just it yeah. was one of those shows. Um, What's funny is I didn't watch, and I'm sure you're in the fucking same boat. I didn't watch it probably for like 15 years at one point, 10, 15 years until maybe my early 20s when they started releasing the the seasons on DVD. That's when I had mm-hmm. revisited the show and realized and like how smart a super it fan. Was. Yeah, like I wouldn't yeah. say a super fan. I wouldn't say I'm, a, I'm more of a super fan of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Appre- appreciated it more. That's what, that's what I should appreciated, appreciated it more. It more yes, yeah. that's a better way of putting it. Appreciated it more as an adult because it is a really smart show, well written. It's beautifully shot, beautifully directed. The music, everyone always remembers the opening song mm-hmm. and just kind of the basic themes the show has and the coming of age sure. nature of it. It's one of the few shows I think – and I, I, I dare say this, probably one of the smartest shows that has ever aired on Nickelodeon, in my opinion. I it, can see why. I see where you're going with this. Yeah. yeah there hasn't been anything like it since, you know, and that's when Nickelodeon was yeah. airing like live action shit and stuff like that. Besides, it was like, are you afraid of the dark? And then this, besides all the um, uh, like game shows and stuff. And like sketch, like the sketch and, shows yeah, and, and all that, yeah. which was a little later. Um, but I always, I, you know, you realize it later in life that it was a really just kind of smart, smart show. Now, if for some reason you've never heard of the adventures of Pete and Pete, I got a little breakdown for you of what the show is. And then I'm going to, I'm going to compare it to something and why Dave, I think, and it's a show. It's the comparisons. Another thing I love as well. And I know you love it too, but the adventures of Pete and Pete follow two brothers in the fictional town of Wellsville. That's where they live. It's like a basic 
American suburban town. That's that's what that's what well, Wellsville is. Uh, you've got Big Pete and Little Pete Wrigley. Uh, one Big Pete obviously is the is is kind of around the high school age. I'd say about between fourteen and seventeen years old when the season. Because there's only three seasons mm-hmm. of this show. That's how long it lasted. And then Little Pete, he's middle school age. I'd say maybe maybe even younger. In this season, season I, no, I think got, I think middle I think middle school is about like, right. He's probably like 12, 12 13. 14, something like that. Yeah, twelve, not, thirteen, because yeah, fourteen, you're in high school. Not quite in high school yet. You know what I mean? I'm sure the actors yeah. were a little older portraying younger younger characters, but you get the point. Um, and each episode follows them through a strange, self-contained adventure. In the town. Every episode, you know, there's overlapping characters from, you know, obviously they have have characters that pop in and out because it is a small town. Um, But every episode you can kind of watch by itself and get the plot. You don't have to watch. Right. There's kind of episodes of the X-Files like that. Yeah. It's almost like a non-eerie version of Eerie, Indiana. Yes. There's no supernatural and i say that loosely because there's some weird shit that happens but there's no supernatural entities yeah it's like there's no horror tinge to it it's just like it's but it is kind of similar in the way that they're self-contained it follows two two protagonists that are always together and and you meet like the quirky characters around town it's very similar they're very they parallel to each other Another show we've covered. We covered their Halloween episode, I think, a year or so ago. Yep. Go back, give that a listen. Uh, but like you just said, town's full of eccentric, I guess is the right word yep. to use, people that have kind of their own quirks and weird shit like that. Now, the comparison I have, and Dave. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Erie, Indiana, great comparison. But you know what? I, you know what I'd call this? Kind of the way it's shot, the fact that you're following the Pete's. This is kind of like a children's Twin Peaks. Okay, I can That's see that. Kind, obviously, not about a murder, and you know what I mean, and stuff like that. But no, but I get it though. You get it, you know, like you've yeah, got like I the log, what you're like, saying. like Artie's, like the log lady. You know what I mean? Like there's a weird mm-hmm. kind of. You've got your main character, then you've got these other characters that come in and out of every episode but they're reoccurring for sure and they're all yeah. strange no, I, I i agree with that and that's why that's, i'm surprised that's a you're fair not, statement because uh, i know you're a big tweak twin Dude, fan, you know what so it is I. I think i just can't really remember excuse me i can't remember watching it i don't know i just don't have a ton of memories of watching it like i have memories yeah, yeah. of watching are you afraid of the dark I have memories of watching Doug. I just don't have huge memories of watching yeah. Pete Pete. That's all I, you know, that's really all I have to say about it. This must it's have a good been show. A, yeah, this must have been a, a a show. I guess as a kid, you probably changed the channel on. Maybe you saw this live uh, action, poss- possibly. No, well, I no, think... because you liked Are You Afraid of the Dark, and that's live action. Yeah, no. So no, I just, I just again, it's just one of those weird, weird things. So I yeah. don't know. Interesting. Um, but the show was all over Nickelodeon in the 90s. They had a bunch of shorts. They had bumpers. Uh, I, I said it before. It lasted for three seasons, which isn't really a long, you know, r- like run. No, nah, I thought it was it. longer than that. No, they were just, they had a lot of, sp- mm-hmm. they had specials and stuff like that that would air that weren't connected to specific seasons. Uh, so I guess Pete and Pete were all over Nickelodeon, but the actual show only lasted three seasons. And that makes sense because these are, child actors and they're growing up quick so and you see yeah. it from season to season you see these kids transform into adults basically it's kind of it's kind of crazy um one I'm, more thing i'm trying to i'm uh, sorry i mean to cut you off no i'm worries. trying to compare ages here because this was aired in 94 this episode so yes. i was 11 and danny mm-hmm. tamborelli i think that's his name the little pete yeah i think he has to be probably around the same age probably, probably 11 or 12 yeah, he so might I'm, be like I'm a year older than I'm guessing that he's the you. same age as us or right, yeah, a year older, a year, around, yeah, something. Around, right. uh, because in this episode, uh, another actor that pops up, and we haven't even gotten to the episode yet, but what's her name? Michelle, I think it's Trachtenberg. She was Harriet oh, the Spy. Um, Harriet the Spy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's yep. in this, and I think she's like my age, and she's little. She's probably like nine, maybe, and ten in yeah, this episode. Yeah, she's young. 
Mm-hmm. So all these actors who are staples of Nickelodeon are right. around our age. Here. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they were around our age. That's why I'm surprised. Like going back to you, I'm surprised you didn't. You weren't a bigger fan of the show. But I get it. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Uh, one more thing before we dive into the actual episode, of course, their Halloween episode, Halloweeny, is one thing about the show, and the reason why I think people forget it is, dude, it's kind of difficult to track down legally. It's is not, it? yeah, it's not streaming on Paramount or Hulu. Yeah, or I just watched like it on that. YouTube. Exactly. Someone, <laughs> yeah. someone uploaded it to YouTube. So if you want to watch, I think all three seasons are up there. It's, it's, it's on there streaming on YouTube. I very illegal. I'm sure. I'm sure if Paramount wanted to be our Viacom, whoever owns fucking Nickelodeon, sure. Um, wanted to take them down, they could. Um, but they did release box sets. So like, this is one of the box sets I'm holding right now. And I, and I remember buying these again, early twenties. These are like 50 bucks now a piece. You're not finding them for, believe for, it. Yeah. You're not finding them for like $10 or $9 on Amazon or fucking eBay no. or anything like that. They, they go for a couple of bucks and they're all out of print. And you I'm might just, get lucky at a Goodwill or something, but possibly. that's it. Like I bought that for eight bucks, but I also bought that for eight bucks a long time ago. So exactly. <laughs> that was uh, if you look on eBay now, I think this box set, this is season two, uh, because the episode we're covering is on this season. Um, I think it's like fifty bucks. I saw it for, and the first season is I believe even that more. So mm-hmm. good luck finding them. But yeah, again, it's out there. Daily Motion, YouTube. Wink, wink, hint, hint. You can find you can you can find yeah. them around if, if you don't you have really to wink, wink, to. hint, hint. Yeah, yeah. if you want to, if you know where to go to look for shit, just look yes. for it. Yes, you can find it. Uh, but yeah, let's jump into the the Halloween episode that is Halloweeny. Halloween is for Halloweenies. Ah! Gotcha. You blinked. Wrong. It's season two, episode seven. Air date. 10994. Love that it also aired in October. Yes, yes, it was it was in October. So that yeah, 94 mm-hmm. crazy. Um and so, it's setting yeah. you up to get into that mood too because it's <laughs> beginning of October, yes. which is great. Yes. And there's a a phenomenal shot, I guess is the way you it's a transitioning shot. You've got these mm-hmm. fall leaves falling on a lawn. You've got a, mo- a lot of full moon shots in this episode. It happens a yep. bunch of times where you see a full moon. And then you've got these very retro 90s style trick-or-treaters begging for candy. These floating ghosts over the moon. You know what's another really cool transition? The full moon and then candy. A bowl of mm-hmm. candy in the it's center. Great. Phenomenal atmosphere. They, they set you up really well. Like, yeah. like They set this up very well. They they set up the Halloween vibes first second oh. of this episode. It's done perfectly. Per- perfect, perfect, perfect intro. And like most Pete and Pete episodes, Big Pete's the narrator. He narrates basically every episode of the show. He he's the he's technically the main character of the show. You're looking through you're looking through every episode. It's through his eyes, through his lens. Yeah. And we learn that Big Pete is being all emo because he doesn't want to celebrate Halloween anymore. You know, he's getting older. He doesn't want to trick Wild. or treat, which is which is fucking lame that he doesn't want to trick or treat anymore. Uh, and he goes as far as smashing a pumpkin in the process. Just want to point that out. When we di- when we dive into some more details, there's there's some stuff about that I love, and we'll get into that a little later. Uh, but in the town of Wellsville. If you're a high school, and that's what you kind of get, you kind of get this from a conversation between Big Pete and Ellen, I believe. Who's his best friend? I forgot her name. Yeah, yeah, I believe it's Ellen. She's not his girlfriend. She's his best friend. Uh, but they kind of bicker back and forth as a married couple, which is kind of funny. But that's mm-hmm. the point of the show. I feel these are like children pretending. To, they're children that act like adults. And the way they talk is way too witty and smart. Especially um, Little Pete. Yeah, Little Pete, especially. He's like a he's like a little middle aged yeah, man in exactly. every episode. Uh, but in Wellsville, if you're a high school age kid and you're trick or you're still trick or treating, you're basically a loser. Like that's how people view. Yeah, someone the age of 15, 16, 17 trick or treating, you're just a bum. You just are. <laughs> 
fucking low life. <laughs> it's looked it's Harsh. looked down upon. It's looked down upon harshly, like you said, Dave. Very harsh. Now, we we get this great scenario where we learn about this 15-year-old boy named Ned who goes trick-or-treating one night and the the main attraction of this episode a group of mischievous BMX riding jack-o'-lantern wearing vandals known as the pumpkin eaters attack him they attack him specifically because he's such a a loser now i'm going to get into i'm going to get into the pumpkin eaters in a second here it's spelled e t e r s right yes pumpkin eaters yeah. <laughs> so, i like that so the pumpkin eaters this group they've got a plan and it's to terrorize the town of Wellsville every Halloween. These motherfuckers are smashing pumpkins, destroying property, harassing trick-or-treaters, whipped creaming, TPing trees. Everything. <laughs> and their end goal. Chaos reigns. <laughs> yes. The end goal is for them to cancel Halloween forever in Crazy. Wellsville. That's what they want to do. They want to flat out cancel Halloween. And dude, the like scenarios when we see them in both reenactments because it's kind of like flashback reenactment like reenactment deals mm-hmm. when Big Pete and Little Pete are kind of talking to, talking about the pumpkin eaters. You see the chaos that they cause. It's like a it's block. Funny. <laughs> oh dude, it's fucking hilarious. It's like a block. With pumpkin guts scattered in every corner. It's like they smash every pumpkin that exists in Wellsville. And you see like whipped cream everywhere. Trick-or-treaters crying, like fully decked out in their costumes. Sitting on the curb, (laughs) sobbing. Yep. Dude, just the way they portray, you would think these guys are like the Bloods and Crips. The type of shit, that the chaos that they Yeah, they they hate Halloween. They fucking hate halloween mm-hmm. but are the most halloween looking thing in the world <laughs> that's the irony yeah. of it uh but it really that is that is funny it is fucking hilarious They're, they are the mo- it's like you would think these kids are celebrating halloween full-blown with with the way they're going about destroying or trying to destroy halloween it's counterproductive it makes no yeah there's <laughs> they look like halloween purists and they're yes. not <laughs> You would think, and we're going to get into what they look like a little later. I want to dive a little deeper because it is one of, and I'm pretty sure it's one of yours. It's one of our, it's, I, I know it. It's one of our favorite aspects of this episode. Sure. Right. I, I think it goes without saying. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But there's, all, there's also another plot in this episode that involves Little Pete. And it's probably the funniest fucking thing in this episode. So, Little Pete. Wants to beat a town record that consists of trick-or-treating at the most house, like the most houses in town. Because there's a, a there's like some record, some previous, like there's like two siblings, I guess, hold like they hold the record yeah. for visiting. I think it's I think it's like 351 houses. Something. It's 300 and change. Yeah, 300 yeah. houses and change. And they have like something little like, like that. they're like dressed as ghosts. Yeah. And Little Pete wants to beat that by one house, I think, or something like that. He's not trying to beat it by much. It's just one house. And this is one of his, like, one of the most important goals to him, and he fails every year. And the, the kind of problem in the episode is Little Pete needs the help of Big Pete to accomplish this goal. He can't do it alone. He Who else is going to help him hold all this co- this candy, you know what I mean? These giant sacks that you see in the episode of him dragging down the block. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's fucking, dude. You know what they look like? Gym bags, <laughs> like, yeah, like it just looks like it just looks like duffel bags full giant, of fucking crap. <laughs> giant duffel bags full of candy. So that's the that's the dilemma. Big Pete's dilemma is he he feels bad not helping his little brother because he hates Halloween this year. He's all mopey and shit and doesn't want to yeah, celebrate. he's too much of a downer. Yeah, he's too much of a fucking bummer. But 
It's his little brother. He loves him. And he wants to help little Pete accomplish this goal. But the underlying issue is is here is hopefully they don't run into the evil force that is the pumpkin eaters. Pete knew exactly who they were. The pumpkin eaters. A pack of goons who turn Halloween into Halloween. No one knows their true identities, but every year they rip through Wellsville like a twister, pulverizing the Halloween spirit of everyone who still believes they are the dark nights of Halloween. All right, bud. So (laughs) before we get into the ending of this episode and and what happens, I want to talk about some stuff we like. And, you know, I I did kind of rush, not rush, but kind of brisk no, briskly run through <laughs> briskly yeah. run, run through run through the episode and i want to i want to show some love to the pumpkin eaters because these characters in the world of, of halloween and, and and nostalgic you know the nostalgic community halloween lovers like us and people that love pete, pete love old nickelodeon the pumpkin eaters are kind of a cult figure you see t-shirts made of them mm-hmm. Monster, monsters see. outside yeah he i has, have it I, and she lied i'm sure uh, you do you have that shirt i think too? i have it too yeah and yeah. you see i've seen prints of these shirt. characters i've seen tattoos people mm-hmm. have gotten of these characters and going back to what i said they are the epitome of people that celebrate and it would make for a killer halloween costume like the the, the pumpkin eaters would it would be a fun, mm-hmm. like phenomenal like if you can get four other like three or four other people let me be, add on to this yeah to do the pumpkin eaters and to do the astronauts, yes, would be a really good group costume. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't even touch on that. Big Pete, Little Pete, right. Dress up as astronauts. I think it's Buzz and and and, and what's his name? What are the Buzz Aldrin? Is it and <laughs> and uh, I forgot Lance Armstrong. Armstrong Lance Armstrong. Right? Yeah, I'm not, and not, also not, not a space guy here. So. <laughs> important to note: there is a scene where uh, Big Pete uh, mentions that. Little Pete was very excited he can piss himself in uh, his costume. <laughs> yes, I have that in does. my notes here. I have that uh, in my notes that Little Pete, he looks so satisfied being able to piss in his costume. <laughs> there's, dude, there's literally a shot. And it's crazy that this aired. Like, I don't feel like they wouldn't air something like this on Nickelodeon now. But like maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, not. maybe that's kind of gross. You know what I mean? But Nickelodeon was gross in the early 90s. But yes, he, it was in the voiceover with uh, Big Pete, Little Pete's walking. You know, he's leaving the, their, their house front yard. He's walking. He stops, pisses himself. And he's just like, ah, <sighs> yes, or something yeah. like that. He's like so relieved, so relieved. It's fucking gross and hysterical. Uh, but, it is. but going back to the pumpkin eaters dude just the characters riding around like their bmx bikes look way too small for them if you notice one of them is like mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a shot where one of them looks like he's like my height he's like six one riding a child's bmx bike and his legs are hitting his like his hitting his chin yeah and that makes sense he's riding because these were probably adults you don't see so the pumpkin eaters are mysterious except for one character when we get into the ending it's revealed who it is but no one knows who they are in wellsville they're a mysterious group of characters only pop up during halloween only during halloween and like i said it's it's obviously they look like grown men wearing pumpkin heads that are all designed uniquely to their to their faces Mm -hmm. and then they're riding these bmx bikes that have ben cooper style mask one of them has a like a mask glued to the handlebars on the front it just i didn't notice that oh dude the visual there's one shot of them where they're just riding down a block, like a block on their BMX bikes. And it's like one of them has, I think, like a Halloween decoration, the handlebar. One has like a Ben Cooper mask. They have the pumpkins. One's the main one's wearing a bomber jacket. One's wearing a vest with a skull t-shirt on it. It's like the most basic you, shitty kid. How do you costume. not like Halloween? How yes. do they not like Halloween? They look like a bunch of metalheads. Or like 90s metalheads. Like kids that listen to Pantera and Megadeth with sure. jack-o'-lanterns on their heads. 
riding BMX bikes and like wearing Converse and like Doc Martens. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. And dude, like they're flying over fences somehow without a yeah, ramp. Yeah, it's like those, <laughs> like those, from, like from the ground shots of them jumping over fences and. <laughs> It's, so it's great. Good. It's so good. Just there. I'm glad something like this exists. I'm surprised it hasn't, at least to my knowledge, has not been referenced in like movies and stuff. It's so. You know what? Mm-hmm. Do you want to know what I think? Maybe. And this is a stretch. What? You know, the episode of The Office when Dwight has the pumpkin on his head, which we've talked maybe about. Maybe <laughs> they've yes. gotten that idea from Pete and Pete. Because that's the only other time I've seen that, besides Garfield. But, you know, that's whatever. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anything else that there's someone with a, like a pumpkin on their head and they're walking around. And they're not like a supernatural, like, you know, like Sam from Trick right. or Treat or something like that. Where they're like a supernatural, you know, these are just kids. They're not like a supernatural entity or something like that. So it's so good, dude. And they're bickering back and forth. There's that scene where they're watching Big Pete when he's – and that's another thing I love about I will get into that scene in a second. But they they watch Big Pete smash a pumpkin and one of them is talking about how his pumpkin smells like tangerine for some reason. Yeah. It's just – they're like obviously these dorky kids, but it, it just works so well for the – in the end – the losery trick-or-treaters that if you, if you go out trick-or-treating and you're a teenager or like this fucking bum-ass kid, that's what they are, but don't even realize it, you know, what they're doing. Yeah. So I fucking love, dude. I love I love the pumpkin eaters. It's it, it just – they make this episode. If without them, if it was just some random kids in like rubber Halloween mask, I don't think it would be nearly as good. You know what I mean? Do I would be with fine with it, but I do. I agree with you, but I would also still be fine with it because I'm just going to say it right now. One of my favorite, and I know you know what I'm going to say right yeah. now, probably. One of, if my favorite aspect of this, this episode is that they nail the Halloween spirit oh, perfectly. 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 Like, perfectly. There's, no, there's nothing to be said that they didn't do right. Like they, Everything they did was right. Yeah, And that's how I remember Halloween being. Yeah. At that age. The thing I could compare it to, and we've covered it on Patreon, is Halloween 4. Just that vibe, that mm-hmm. ambiance, that early 90s Halloween. And it's it's a great balance because it's not annoying Halloween. Like, there's not fucking – It's it feels like the autumn. There's decorations on the houses. There's a right. shit ton of jack It's not overdone. It's yeah. not overdone. It's weird to say that it's not overdone Halloween. Without like, nailing it perfectly. Like, yeah. remember when we covered Hubie Halloween a few years ago? Yeah, like, it's overload. <laughs> we love it, <laughs> like, but it's overload. Yeah. Remember his house was, like, every inch of it was covered in Halloween yeah. to the point of it being obnoxious? This is the perfect balance of Halloween decor, Halloween yep. atmosphere. There's a shit ton of jack-o'-lanterns in the best way possible. The co- and there's not a lot of costumes in this, no. but it's the perfect amount. You know, it what really I mean? is. Honestly, it really is. And here, I, I have one note. Uh-huh. Um, th- so the way the suburbs look in this episode should be the standard for all TV and film when oh, you're doing Halloween. Just reference this Pete, Pete episode and set up your fucking shots like this because it's done immaculately. Yeah, if you want, if you want to capture the Halloween atmosphere to a T. Watch this, watch, watch this, watch this yeah. episode and make your movie or episode or whatever mm-hmm. a lot better. Dude, you know, I, I think we've said it for other shows and stuff we've covered that have nailed the Halloween vibes. Like this is what this is the atmosphere you want when trying to recreate the holiday, sure. you exactly. know, in, in any form, I, I guess, any type of media. This is the vibe you want. Pete, you can't go trick or treating. It's no big deal. I know what this is about. So you smashed a pumpkin. Is that worth ruining your life? I think you're being a little dramatic. Dramatic? I'll give you dramatic. I got two words for you. Ellen, don't. Ned Richmond. Going back to kind of Big Pete and and that scene where he smashes the pumpkin. I, and this is in my notes, is one one of my favorite things. I love how fucking mopey he is. Like he is just dragging his feet hating hollow like literally he says he hates halloween and i love that by the end of it 
he loves Halloween again. Like mm-hmm. doing like saving the day and saving Halloween. And when we get into the ending, we can we can break that down a bit more. But just, you know, that scene where he's holding, where he comes across all the all the destroyed and shattered jack-o'-lanterns. And there's only one jack-o'-lantern sitting there. And he's with he's with Ellen. And she's just watching him grab this pumpkin and lifting it over his head all dramatically, smashing it down. And it's almost like he killed a puppy. Like, it's so <laughs> it's so fucking silly, but I love it, you know? And, and just yeah. how serious they take the holiday. I love just be, us being a Halloween show predominantly and it all going back to Halloween and how... I would never smash – I've never smashed a pumpkin personally. I don't know if it's ever come up in the show in the past. Um, but, like, I love how they compare it to something as brutal. It's like, oh, man, smashing that jack-o'-lantern. Sacred. really, Yeah, it's sacred. It really shows you that he's he really hates Halloween and there's no going back. And it plays into – kind of the pumpkin eaters plans with big pete later on when the, it's all revealed you know part of their scheme and mm-hmm. I, and, I, and i fucking love that and, and you know i mentioned it before the conversation between big pete and ellen you know when they're discussing like you know he 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 plans on going out trick-or-treating with little pete and ellen's like you can't do that no you shouldn't you shouldn't go trick-or-treating it's unacceptable you know <laughs> I, I love that i think it's just fucking fucking hysterical that they're like a married couple, even though they're best friends, you know, they're not dating or anything like that. Um, so, so good. One more little thing I want to mention that I, I caught, you know, and I, I watched this episode, you know, for the recording twice and I missed it the first time. There's a montage of, of Pete and Pete trick or treating. Right. And they're going up to different people's houses and everyone knows that the pumpkin eaters are out fucking wreaking havoc. havoc right. right? And there's I think I know what you're yeah, there's two things actually. So the first I thing have is, one, I mean, <laughs> what is it? Tell me, tell me, tell me. I want to hear what it is. Because uh, I think I, I think I have one of the things you're gonna say in my notes. So go ahead. All right. So they go to a house and people are like locking their doors. They don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want to. You know, re- interact with people and give kids candy. First, I don't know how this these people do it, but through the gutters. They yep, really, I have that in my notes. Yeah. I knew I knew you were gonna say it. <laughs> so silly, yep. dude! Through the gutters, candy falls because they it's don't want to. It's like literally, dude. It's funny because you know, with the pandemic, when Halloween happened, yeah, people were creating true. these contraptions, mm-hmm. and that's what it reminded me of. It's like candy. Somehow they they fucking created some sort of mechanism that the candy falls through the rain gutters. Came right through the gutter. <laughs> And they pick Perfect. it up, and little Pete's running like thumbs up, like he's got more. Candy. And the person in the window, the person yes. in the window gives a thumbs up. <laughs> it's like we did it. So fucking silly, but it fits the yeah, tone of the show perfectly. Um, and then there's also one more little thing where Big Pete is holding a handful of candy corn, and he goes to little Pete and he goes energy supplement and little pete shoves his face into big pete's hand and eats all the fucking candy corn and then they gotta stay fueled man yo dude they gotta stay yeah they got they need that energy they need that halloween fuel yo dude it's like candy corn is that halloween fuel it's like let me get a pound let me pound down some candy corn so i can continue trick-or-treating in this like sugar rush Perfect. The only thing they would need with that is like a jolt, like a jolt cola or something. Yes. Remember fucking jolt? Yeah. Wash down the uh, fucking. Yo. <laughs> what was jolt? Was it triple the caffeine? Imagine that. I think Imagine so. making a soda that's at three times the caffeine as a normal one. It's funny because I'm 90% sure there's like energy drink, like energy drinks out now that put jolt cola to shame. But yeah, probably the concept of a soda that can give you a heart attack at 10 years old is fucking ridiculous. And, the shit but, it, were yo, but it worked because every yeah. kid wanted it. I wanted Jolt. I had yeah. it a few. I had it all the time. I had it several times, too. Was yeah. it Surge? A, like Surge a is another one. Surge, <laughs> like it was like a Mountain Dew. Surge was like a Mountain Dew type yeah, of drink. Yeah. But I could have yeah. sworn it was like drink a surge if you need more energy or something like that. It was like double the caffeine of a Sprite or some shit or a Mountain Dew. Yeah. So, <laughs> yo, so ridiculous. But Hype yeah. yourself up even more. <laughs> That's what little Pete needed. He needed to be hyped up to, to continue the fucking uh, 
to continue to try to reach his goal of all the Dude's Halloween all the, night. Uh, re- reaching reaching all the haunt, all the all the houses on a on a Absolutely. Halloween night. Uh, uh, but one other thing I love plays into the ending, so I'm going to get into the ending of the episode uh, right here. So, at the end of Halloweeny, Big Pete is chased by the pumpkin eaters, and he leads them to the town's haunted house. Now, I want to pause here for a second and talk about this haunted house. This is the most sorry excuse of a haunted house, a haunted attraction ever, but... That's what I love about it so much. What were you going to say? But they I, don't use it. I, I don't. Yes. I, so I, I had this in my notes that do they ever revisit this haunted house or is it used in any other episodes? To I don't my remember. knowledge, no. No. See, to it's, me, that's a missed opportunity. But that's that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it's funny because I think the gag is that it's so shitty. So this haunted house is an aban- it looks like it's an abandoned house that it's not even turn- open it's not even <laughs> open it, you know what i took it as it's the end of the night and it was what, open. i mean that's what i took it as too yeah, yeah. it's like it's the end which of is the interesting night. that's an interesting <laughs> approach to that yeah it, it's the end because think about it big pete and little pete there's even a scene where they say they're the last people trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, it's like 4 a.m. in this town. I know. <laughs> and they just, you know, obviously the pumpkin eaters are going to continue the rest of the night fucking doing their mischief and, and destroying everything. But since Little Pete wants to beat this record, you'd have to be out all goddamn night to hit this many mm-hmm. houses. 300 so, and change, yeah. Yeah. So the haunted house... The people that work there, the scare actors, all of them would be gone. And they just, I guess, leave the haunted house unattended. But yes, I love, dude, how empty this haunted... It's like shitty decorations. It's like shit you'd find at Party it's, City. It's fucking it's amazing. It's enough for me. It's enough for me, too. I, I, it looks very... It looks like a home haunt. And that's what's perfect about it. But I love how Big Pete talks shit about it as he's walking through. Mm-hmm. Like he's pushing the like, there's these pumpkin dummies inside that yeah. look like the pumpkin eaters. There's skeletons hanging and Halloween decor on the wall, and he's just poking it and pushing it. And oh, this is lame. And, and I'm like, dude, in 20 years you're gonna appreciate everything that's in that haunted attraction. That's what I'm telling myself to Big P. Yep, it's so good, and I love that the episode ends here. That's the best thing about it. It ends in a haunted attraction, the town's haunted That's house. That's been, like we think, closed. So it ends when the yeah. night ends, or if if you will. Which we, yeah. which I know you love the concept of Halloween night ending, and that's what the end yes. of this episode is. Well, well, well. It isn't the biggest Halloweeny of them all. Uh, so yeah, so to so go back to the ending, Big Pete. He's in this haunted house. The uh, pumpkin eaters follow him into the haunted house. So what ends up happening is little Pete is upset because the two of them are separated. And he sort of takes it that big Pete abandoned him and like didn't finish helping him with the trick or treating record. And they have these walkie talkie headsets in their helmets. And that's how they're communicating going back and forth in between, you know, houses and stuff. And he doesn't realize that Big Pete is now face to face with the pumpkin eaters, but he overhears them, you know, approaching him and antagonizing him. And they're, you know, they're fucking with Big Pete. So what ends up happening is we learn that the pumpkin eaters are trying to convince Big Pete because they watched him earlier. Like I said, they watched him smash the pumpkin they want him to join their gang, their gang. He, they want him to join the pumpkin eaters gang, which I totally would have. Uh, <laughs> just, just going to say that right now. I would, who would you have Dave? Yeah, exactly. Who wouldn't want to fucking join the pumpkin eaters? Um, but since they saw him smash, but, but this my pumpkin, agenda would be different. Yeah. I wouldn't want to, and I wouldn't want to end yes. Halloween. It'd be the opposite of their agenda. I'd be like an informant. I'd be like in the gang mm. fucking telling Pete and Pete, like, Yo, man, these guys are here. Yo. This is what they're fucking doing. <laughs> but, uh, 
we're gonna overcome. We're gonna be the pumpkin eaters that want to keep Halloween live. We'd so, be yes. we'd be the third person on the mic on the on the walkie talkie headset, like, telling them where the pumpkin eater like every yo, move, <laughs> every move. Yeah. yeah, yo, they're on Elm Street right now, fucking TPing someone's car, whip creaming someone, like shaving creaming someone's uh fucking car. Uh, but yes, <laughs> Big Pete contemplates. He actually thinks about joining the Pumpkin Eaters. And there's this great line because the Pumpkin Eaters, the leader, and I haven't revealed who he is yet, but the leader of of the Pumpkin Eaters, I'm going to call him Bomber Jacket Pumpkin Eater because he's wearing like a bomber Mm -hmm. jacket. And then in this scene, he contemplates Big Pete and he says, having the power to crush the spirit of Halloween by crushing and destroying this little jack-o'-lantern. He has the power to crush the spirit. I love how Halloween rests on the shoulders of Big Pete. It's been bestowed. <laughs> yes. Bestowed Big to Big Pete. By crushing this jack-o'-lantern. It's fucking glorious how fucking dumb it is, but I fucking love it. Uh, but yes, he doesn't do it. He doesn't smash... He doesn't smash the pumpkin. Instead, he uses that pumpkin and smashes the leader of the pumpkin eaters with it. And we learn that it's this guy called Endless Mike, who is a recurring character. He's like the bully. He's the bully of the town. And he he's popped up. He's the shitty kid of Wellsville. That's basically he's, he's what He's the it Roger is. Klotz. Exactly. Of, <laughs> of, of, of it's exactly who he is. Of Wellsville. Mm-hmm. And... He knocks him out. Little Pete shows up with the inept security guard. He tries to he tries to headbutt Endless Mike and fails. He knocks himself unconscious and falls back. And in the process, Big Pete takes another jack-o'-lantern and uses it to sort of not he smashes it on Endless Mike's head, but it sort of gets stuck on Endless yeah. Mike's head, and he's just Looks sitting like there. Looks like he's wearing a pumpkin eater's helmet again. But it's like backwards. There's no holes cut yeah. into it. There's no jack yeah. so he's like just stuck screaming like "Help me, help me!" And basically, the pumpkin eaters are taken into custody by the security man and custody. Pete and Pete save Halloween. That's how it ends. They they save they Halloween. Uh, it's a great ending. You know, they they walk away into there's a great shot of them in their like astronaut costumes walking into the night at mm-hmm. the end of Halloween. And, you know, Big Pete's Halloween spirit is back and they're, you know, they're, they're feeling goodness. good about everything. And, and, you know, and little Pete didn't get to beat his record, which is another thing I love about the episode, how he's not selfish at the end, little Pete. And he decides to save his brother or try to save his brother because his brother was willing to help him, you know, and they went on to live another day, another Halloween, a Halloween in the future to come. They saved Halloween, you know, and so I love that, it. dude. I love that, man. I just love how how, how they, they play that out. And, and it's like these two brothers come together, even though they they disagree and big and big Pete's all fucking hating Halloween. And by the end of it, he loves it again, man. It's great. It's great. It's great. What did you think it's of the beautiful. ending? <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> I loved it. The whole thing is great. It's a great. It's honestly, it's an essential viewing. You have to watch it during Halloween time. I mean, it's just there's no yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, there's no. You know, uh, oh, there yeah. is one thing I wanted to add. <laughs> Iggy Pop is in this episode. Well, he's recurring too. He, he's a recurring right. character as well. Yeah. And he calls Endless Mike a stooge, which I thought was really funny because yeah. of the stooges. So I just the thought con- that was really Yeah. Little yeah. Easter egg there. You know, if you, if yeah, you know who, who Iggy Pop is, the stooges, his band from back in the day. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this show is full of actors like that. Like Janine Garofalo's yeah. in an episode. There's a lot of actors that pop up. And, you know, Toby Huss is Artie the Strong. He's not in this episode, but, you know, that actor who he's. He's, but, he's in Halloween, by the, way, the 2018 Halloween. Sheila, Sheila mm. went as Artie for Halloween once. So before <laughs> I know, I know Sheila, and she looked yeah. awesome. She had that's like the amazing. pixie cut and everything. Yeah, that's amazing. That's fucking. That's that's a great Halloween costume. A lot of the characters. It really is. She you know, killed they, it. Yo, dude. Another character in this episode that's referenced is Mr. Tasty, who a lot of people know. 
There's a whole episode right. about the ice cream. I'm not gonna get into it now, but mm-hmm. there's, an, there's, a, there's this character who no one knows, mysterious, and he's got an ice cream mascot like Mr. Softy head, and he gives people ice cream, and and he he I think I believe if that, if I remember correctly he vanishes or something, and he's a mysterious character. And they they reference him in this episode, so that's something that you would have to be a fan of the show and watch to get that. You know what I mean? Endless Mike yeah. says it. Who do you think, like when it's revealed that it's him, who do you I think his line is? Uh, who do you think it was? Mr. Mister Tasty or whatever. So I do like that. Yeah. I like how they play that up too. Uh, it's kind of like Seinfeld. You know, the characters pop up and, and there's references to other episodes, even if it's not as direct as, you know, you don't have to watch right. the previous episode to get what they're talking about. I mean, to get to enjoy the episode, but to get that reference, you have to have watched a previous episode. Um, but like I, like I teased earlier, I'm going to say this. I think, in my opinion, when it comes to live action Halloween shows, this episode, number one. It, it's pro- I, I think it does. And I'm a huge fan of The Haunted Mask, Goosebumps The Haunted Mask, which I also think did a fantastic job Uh creating those you know creating that halloween atmosphere but i think dude i think this is probably the best i think it's in the top 10 i'll say top or maybe maybe top five i'd say it's in my top five yeah for sure i'm comparing it to the um tale the twisted claw yeah because that's another one that's a banger yeah and I feel like they're Which on par with about. each other because, <laughs> yeah. because yes, because they match that that atmosphere very well too on Nickelodeon with that episode. Yeah. And the other one, which we did we did talk about, even Stevens, uh, no. the even Stevens hollow. Well, hollow. We, did we, we not talk we, about that? We or you, I mentioned we, it. You, you mentioned it, but we haven't dived deep into it. That's another one that I love that I think is done very well too. So I think they're all three of them are on par with each other. But I'm sure there's still things that we've probably yet to find. Yeah, I just, but I think you're. I don't think you're wrong. Yeah, I just everything about this episode, when it comes to the perfect Halloween special, right? It's got a plot that revolves yep. around Halloween. It's it's Halloween. The holiday is vital. It's not a, a story where. It's just set on Halloween. Halloween is an aspect of what's happening in the episode. You know, Big Pete, you know, and we could all relate to getting older and feeling that, just gonna say. you know, feeling that we can't celebrate Halloween anymore. It's a child's and the, holiday. And there's that know? message that it's okay mm-hmm. to have that childlike spirit. Innocence and innocence. Like, you know, right, that goes exactly. with the holiday. And I think exactly. that is one of the things that makes it so strong the other thing is it you know how there's episodes like halloween episodes where it doesn't technically feel like halloween because it feels like a set you know we've covered roseanne episodes and i love those and those have hot great halloween atmosphere and vibes but it still feels like a set nothing in this feels Mm -hmm. like a set dude no i agree with you it feels real. Going back to what I said earlier, Halloween four. Well, that's that why. Kind of, to, yeah, that's why I said it to me. It's this is what it was like yeah. when we were kids on Halloween. It looked like that, and, and that's why so, I, I, yeah, dare I agree say, with you. I dare say top five. I no, don't know where I rank wrong. it. Yeah, you know, I would say top five. I would say top five. I think in the future we can definitely do an episode where we rank our top five Halloween episodes of all time. But I, I can oh, say sure. confidently this would be on it. I don't know where it would rank, but. This, I think, would be on it. And the plot, the setup, even before it's actually, because it does take place, I think, a day or two before Halloween. You know, there's that great oh, it takes scene. Place on, uh, it takes place on Devil's Night. Because the Night beginning of it, because yes. the, the one guy, that security guy, says it. Yeah. That tonight's, he even says it. It's Devil's yeah. Night, which is great. As another, yeah, I yeah. forgot to mention that. He actually says that. You know, you got that great scene where they're carving pumpkins. The dad's carving a pumpkin. Then you've got little Pete using a vacuum to scoop up all the guts and like great, like just setting it up, building up the holiday. And then every, they have the fucking, the fog machine going through the pumpkin's mouth. Yes, 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 yes. And and just every aspect of it, I think was just executed. It's like one of those, like the script is so fucking tight, dude. 
it's so tight and just the way they were able to 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 tell this story and then fit every narrative in it perfectly like a puzzle you know big pete's issues little pete with his record the Halloween, mm-hmm. you know, the, the pumpkin eaters and then being called the Halloween and being too old to trick or treat and just everything, dude, everything about it. Everything about it to me is fucking perfect. And, and that's what I think is so important about it. I, I agree think, with you. You know, I think people around our age are familiar with this, but I think people that are maybe a little younger that aren't familiar with the adventures of Pete and Pete should definitely go out of their way to watch this episode during the Halloween season, you know considering it's not streaming anywhere i feel like it is forgotten about you know at a certain age you know that that you know people maybe that are 20 now this isn't their go-to halloween thing i I would assume you know what i mean but i feel like maybe those kids or younger people should revisit it or or discover it i should say because of how fucking awesome it is and 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 i think everyone i think this is the essential, like essential viewing during Halloween, like you have to I, watch. I this. agree. <laughs> I have that. All right, so I'm gonna this. This is my closing thought on this. Okay, it is absolutely an essential October viewing. Yeah. I think that this would pair wonderfully with Jacko. You watch this, and then you watch <laughs> Jacko. I could see that. Dare I say this is better than Jacko, in my opinion. It's better than Jacko. <laughs> yes. But yes. I feel like these two are a very good pairing. Yes. That's, another, just, that's just me. Jacko, another movie we definitely have to uh, to cover. I'd like to get – when we cover Jacko – Oh, I love be, that movie. You need to be on that. Uh, you need to be on that episode. You smashed a pumpkin. Oh, it was beautiful. Now – now here you are in this pathetic excuse of a haunted house hating Halloween even more. Is there anything about the episode you didn't like? I think I would have liked to have seen the haunted house in action. I think that's what I would like. Yeah. I would love to have seen that's that. More that's more like all. a nitpick, right? In reality, right. it's not really yeah. uh, that's it's not something you hate about the episode. There's, I, no. I don't hate anything. This is not do I. as close to perfection as it gets to me you know what i mean like i think it's just the most just when it comes to halloween shit in general movies tv shows music whatever yeah it's top tier top tier yeah um but and and that's why i didn't really get into him much i i would say the thing i think is kind of annoying and i didn't think it was funny and there's a lot of funny shit like in the show in general um is the security guy the towns i thought he was kind of lame he's not in it much you know that one no he's not really that one scene where he's like it's a war zone out there when the pumpkin eaters are throwing eggs and egging them is kind of funny but i think that's tied to the the pumpkin eaters and that's why i like that but like that scene i just he's kind of the lamest part but it's not that it's not offensive. I wouldn't be like, oh, he sucks. You know what I mean? Or like, it's just not right. It's kind of it's kind of dumb. Yeah, I, I, prefer, I prefer I prefer I prefer Iggy Pop popping like his little his yeah, little thing of course. as Harriet the Spy's dad. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which I think his name is Pops, which is kind of funny. If you think is it? I, Pop, I, I think they call name. him Pop. I think it's either. I think it's Little Pete says like Pops like that. Like Harriet the Spy's. Right. He's like pops or something like that. That's what they call him. So that's kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, you know, my, my closing thoughts, I kind of went into it. All I could say is this is the epitome of Halloween and Halloween specials. If you've Definitely. never seen, if you've never seen the adventures of Pete and Pete go out of your way, I think, and, and checking it out. I think you'll enjoy it this Halloween season. Watch Halloweeny because it's fucking phenomenal. And you know, with, by any means necessary, sit down, 24 minutes, watch this. Yeah, it goes by quick. <laughs> yeah, and you will thank us later. We helped save Halloween in Wellsville. Now, every year, when the leaves come, so does Halloween. Setting free the ghouls and goblins of our souls for one magical night. Especially for two brothers who will always believe. So that was The Adventures of Pete and Pete Halloweeny. Be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Haunted Hangover, and head over to hauntedhangover.com. There's links to our Patreon, 
the video version of this episode, the audio-only version of this episode, and links to a bunch of other shit that we have to offer here at Haunted Hangover. And if you can rate and review us, that would be greatly appreciated. And as always, remember, the best cure for a hangover is... More booze. Bye!